0: Herbs of Grace and Drams of Poison, Part 5. From The Flowers of Shakespeare. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Flowers of Shakespeare by Esther Singleton. Diane's Bud and Monk's Hood Blue. Diane's Bud. Artemisia. This plant is nothing more nor less than absinthe or wormwood. It is mentioned under its poetic name by Shakespeare in A Midsummer Night's Dream, when Oberon bids Puck find him, the little purple flower called Love in Idleness, the juice of which placed on sleeping eyelids would make man or woman madly dote on the first object beheld on awakening, and with which he intended to anoint the eyelids of the sleeping Titania. He also told the mischievous Sprite that the charm could be removed with another herb, Diane's bud the flower sacred to the goddess diana later in the play touching the eyes of the spellbound fairy with this second herb oberon pronounces the following incantation be as thou was wont to be see as thou wast wont to see dian's bud on cupid's flower hath such force and blessed power from the earliest times absinthe was associated with sorcery and was used for incantations Pliny says the traveller, who carried it about him, would never grow weary, and then it would drive away any lurking devils and counteract the evil eye. Ovid calls it absinthium, and speaks of its bitterness. The Greeks also called it Artemisia, after the goddess Artemis, or Diana, and made it a moon-plant. Very poetically, therefore, Shakespeare alludes to it as Diane's Pud, and most appropriately does it appear in the moonlit forest. Gerard, however, quaintly says that it was named for Queen Artemisia, wife of Mausolus, King of Caria, who built the mausoleum, which was one of the Seven Wonders of the World. The ancients liked its flavor in their wine, as many people still like vermouth, one of its infusions. In Shakespeare's time, people hung up sprays of wormwood to drive away moths and fleas, and there was a homely verse, Whose chamber is swept and wormwood is thrown, no flea for his life dare abide to be known wormwood was also kept in drawers and closets to dream of the plant was of good augury happiness and domestic enjoyment were supposed to result mugwort is another old name for the plant monkshood aconitum napellus. this plant has three names monkshood wolfsbane and aconite aconite is the dram of poison which romeo calls for and shakespeare alludes to aconitum in king henry the fourth where the king addressing thomas of clarence compares its strength in that of gunpowder though it do work as strong as aconitum or rash gunpowder aconite was supposed in elizabethan days to be an antidote against the most deadly poison ben jonson in sejanus makes one of his characters remark i have heard that aconite being timely taken hath a healing might against the scorpion's sting lord bacon and silva calls nepalus the most powerful poison of all vegetables yet despite its poisonous qualities an english garden lover writes the plant has always held and deservedly a place among the ornamental plants of our gardens its stately habit and its handsome leaves and flowers make it a favourite The ancients who were unacquainted with mineral poisons regarded Aconite as the most deadly of all poisons, and believed that Hecate had caused the plant to spring from the venomous foam frothing from the mouth of the three-headed dog Cerberus, when Hercules took him from Pluto's dark realm on one of his twelve labors. Ovid describes the Aconite as a weed by sorcerers renowned, the strongest constitution to compound, called Aconite because it can unlock. Albars and force its passage through a rock in greece it was also known as wolfsbane lycoctinum and it was thought that arrowheads rubbed with it would kill wolves turner quaintly writes in his herbal fifteen sixty eight this of all poisons is the most hasty poison howbeit pliny saith this herb will kill a man if he take it except it find in a man something to kill let our londoners which have of late received this blue wolfsbane otherwise called monk's gain take heed that the poison of the root of this herb do not more harm than the freshness of the flower hath done pleasure let them not say but they are warned parkinson's name for it is nepellus virus flore ceruleo blue helmet flower or monkshood The helmet-flower, he writes, hath diverse leaves of a fresh green colour on the upper side and greyish underneath, much spread abroad and cut up into many slits and notches. The stalk riseth up, two or three foot high, beset to the top with the like leaves but smaller. The top is sometimes divided into two or three branches, but more usually without, whereon stand many large flowers, one above another, and form very like a hood, or open helmet being composed of five leaves the uppermost of which and the greatest is hollow like unto a helmet or headpiece; two other small leaves are at the sides of the helmet closing it like cheeks and come somewhat under and two other which are the smallest hang down like labels or as if a close helmet were opened and some pieces hung by of a perfect or fair blue colour but grow darker having stood long which causeth it to be so nourished up in gardens that their flowers As was usual in former times and yet is in many country places may be laid among green herbs in windows and rooms for the summer time but although their beauty may be entertained for the uses aforesaid yet beware they come not near your tongue or lips lest they tell you to your cost they are not so good as they seem to be in the midst of the flower when it is open and gapeth wide are seen certain small threads like beards standing about a middle head which when the flower is past, groweth into three or four or more small blackish pods containing in them black seeds the roots are brownish on the outside and white within somewhat big and round about and small downwards somewhat like unto a small short carrot root sometimes two being joined at the head together it is the true napellus of the ancient writers, which they so termed from the form of a turnip called napis in Latin. Generally speaking, the leaf and flower of the monk's hood resemble the larkspur, and like the larkspur and the columbine, the plant has wandered away from its original family, the buttercup tribe. The upper sepal has developed from a spur into a hood. End of Diane's Bud and Monk's Hood Blue